Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of the Disney Dining Show. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Mr. Charles Boda. Hi. Mr. Corey Fiascanaro. Hey there. And Mr. Steve Porter. Hello. And you're not on camera back there, are you? No. Good. Um, all right. So um, nice to do one of these again from in the studio. We're doing a lot of them in restaurant, which is fun and it's great. But, you know, there's always a little uh, awkwardness. As we call it in the industry, out in the field. In the field. In the field. Field work. On location. On location. We're going to be a real industry term. We're going to say on location. Um, so... Um, this is something I've wanted to do for about a month now because uh, we get stopped all the time. And virtually the question I get asked by everybody is, what are your top five restaurants right now? And, you know, we've done, you know, our pick sixes last year. and But that was kind of structured around we're picking from, you know, uh, theme parks and resorts and, you know. Uh, decided that let's just talk about our top five. So we're each going to do our current top five because it does change. And mine has changed since the last time that I did this. And most importantly, we're going to be talking about mine today. The rest of them, I don't care because mine is the correct list. All right. Anyway, all that aside, I'll start with my number five, uh, Ohana over at the Polynesian dinner. Let me be very specific. Ohana dinner. Very consistent. Very good. And the last two times, I I know we did a review last year where we were rushed out of there. And other people were complaining about that. I think they heard that complaint. Because the last two times I've been there, there it was not like that at all. Okay, because I was going to be, I was prepared to be really surprised yeah, by that choice. That's the um, reason it went up on the list. Because I'll tell you, the service we've had, the food, the food has, it really is very, very good. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Um, and that was my big. That's what would have kept it off the list for me. Yeah. Um, but the last two times, and that's been recently, um, that was not a factor. So I think, I think that. Constant drumbeat of people complaining about it. You know, they listened and they stopped. So I'll give them that. And so, but they make number five. They just eked their way in to number five. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm glad to hear that your last two experiences were good because I remember they only came to our table with meat like twice. Mm-hmm. And the whole advantage of Ohana is you're supposed to have basically endless meat coming. Oh, no. You. The last time I was there, I was like, oh, my God, please stop. Okay. Because he was over there with everything constantly, constantly. I didn't get the impression he knew because I wasn't vlogging it. I wasn't, weren't doing any of that Mm -hmm. just with friends. Um, I didn't get the impression they were aware that, you know, I do this show or anything like that. So, um, you know, I, but yeah, the last couple of times. So enough for me to say. Fifth place, number five on my list. Number four is one I'm surprised by because I never thought, given how bad this restaurant was for a while, um, but it officially becomes, gets on my top five list. This is a place I will go out of my way to go. In fact, I'm going to be eating there again in a couple of days. Uh, The Wave over at the Contemporary. Um, 
I've now eaten there in the last year five times. And breakfast, lunch, and dinner, phenomenal. Do they only do the bacon and eggs for dinner? I don't know. Yes. Yeah, the menu is completely different for lunch. That the the well, last time I was there, um, the that bacon and eggs dish they do. I think it's just called that, isn't it? It is. Yeah, um, but it's it's this ridiculously good high end. Um, it's a pork belly with like it's a, poached it's a, egg. It's on. a it's a maple lacquered mm-hmm. pork belly with uh, cheese grits and what's called a perfectly cooked egg which is it's the egg is poached and i could get get this wrong but it was something like at 144 degrees for 90 minutes um that's an investment um yes you're really investing in and you must have those eggs timed or something i don't know how you make sure that that perfectly cooked because i'm not waiting 90 minutes for my appetizer so um but just the food and we have a review that at the time I'm recording, this has not gone up. It's edited, I believe. Yep, it's edited. Um, and uh, we'll be going up of the wave. That's our official review of it. And um, I'm, I'm always surprised. I know that there was a chef change uh, within the last like year or so. Two, it's, it's about uh, two years. It was about two years ago, sure. I think they said. Yep, that's okay. what they were saying. Because that's what I did when we went in to do that review. I asked specifically. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, when did the chef change? Yeah. And I, f- I feel like it, uh, there's a lot of creative things on this menu. Like for breakfast, uh, when me and Eric went, there was the like um, glazed donut that was like, they did. I it was just insane. It wasn't was it like a, a French toast. Yeah, it was like a French toast glazed uh, glazed donut, like kind of this type of thing that you would never think so, of. You know, well, first of all, yeah, you got an executive chef in there who obviously had some ideas, um, and then you had whoever the executive chef is for the or the resort took him off the leash and let him go mm-hmm. or her go. Um, Unbelievable, And it's also good because it's not just creative because sometimes creative things on menus can be disasters. They're creative and they're delicious. So it's like, you know, it's one thing to just think of an original idea and it's another to then actually make it taste good. It's important to mention they're creative and delicious and not pretentious. It's not like they're not pretentious dishes. It's like comfort food. Mm -hmm. It's comfort food, but it's done so well. And what really strikes me about it this is a five minute walk from the magic kingdom and you think of the insanity that goes on mm-hmm. trying to get tables at liberty tree tony's town square the plaza jungle well jungle skipper canteen's a pretty easy get um a br guest and all of them yeah i guess have their strengths but five minutes away so you're not getting on a monorail you're not getting in a car you're not having to drive anywhere five minutes away is this amazing meal and the price point is stunning. It's one table service credit, so it's not considered signature dining. Although I think to some degree the food almost warrants it. I say almost. Their steak was good. There's better steak on pro well, you'll see the review. Um, go ahead. One thing I'd like to mention about the wave is uh the menu is seasonal, so it does change. But at this point I've had a huge variety of different things for both lunch and dinner there. Everything's always been good. Yeah. 
everything's always been really good. It's also a good start in the morning, that breakfast. Mm -hmm. A nice way to start your morning before you go in the Magic Kingdom. Um, And a far better breakfast than you're going to get anywhere else, either on the monorail loop or in the park. Mm -hmm. For... And it's not a character meal. It's not, you know, but uh, but that makes number four for me. And uh, number three is Sebastian's over at the Caribbean Beach. Again, never in a million years thought I would list a restaurant at a moderate resort. Because mm-hmm. historically. They're terrible. Boat rights. Um, would never think I would list it in my top five. Sebastian's is the exception to that rule from the moment it opened. From the moment it opened, it has remained consistent. And that means delicious. And again, I think the price point for what you're getting, the size of the portions, the quality of the food, is really reasonable, fairly easy to get a reservation because it's off the beaten path. But I'm going to tell you, this is worth an Uber ride. This is worth going out of your way to eat. And I think Rhino would agree even though he's not on camera. Um, he's eaten there several times, and he's been tweeting about it and posting about it that, you know, it's just so darn good. And I would say get your reservation there before the Riviera Hotel <laughs> opens because I have a feeling it's going to be a lot harder to get a reservation there once it does. Well, I well, we'll see. We'll see because... Um, Riviera is going to have its own signature yeah. restaurant. And I'm just thinking the influx of people if we're praising how great this place is. Could be. Could be. But that's December. That's not going to happen until December 16th, I think, is when Riviera opens. Um, so, but it's absolutely worth going out of your way for. Uh, my top two haven't changed. Um, uh, number two is Flying Fish over at the Boardwalk. This was my number one for a long time. But my experiences at the California Grill have kind of changed that, and that's my number one. Uh, Flying Fish, I still think Flying Fish is, to some degree, an an undiscovered gem. I think a lot of, I think if you're staying at the boardwalk, you're likely to eat there. Um, I think some people that listen to the show, I know you guys, I hear it all the time. Hey, you know, took your advice, went to Flying Fish, Mm -hmm. you were right. Uh, once or twice, people have said it really was kind of disappointing, but um, generally my experiences have been all very positive every time I've gone. I wonder if the, peop- the people that are scared to go there think it's all seafood because the name, Flying Fish. Yeah, it could. I think that could work against it because yeah. I don't eat seafood um, at all. Never had a problem. And up until... Up until I had the bacon and eggs at the Wave, that was the pork belly to beat over at the fly. It's still amazing. But I'm sorry, that pork belly at the Wave, I got to give it to that. Wow. I got to give it to that. I'm sorry. I feel bad, but got to be honest. Um, uh, But no, Flying Fish, another one that's really worth going out of, especially if you're looking for a nice, romantic, special meal and getting into the california grill is a challenge always a challenge if you're not booking it well well in advance flying fish those reservations are readily available now this is a signature restaurant two table service credits and again really inspired menu and even some of the seafood i've tried some of the seafood on this menu and liked it so that says a lot 
But number one, California Grill. It still remains my number one. Um, you know, and it shouldn't be, right? By all, for all intents and purposes, California Grill, with a location like that and a view like that, most restaurants would just coast on that and get away with charging people. And no, they're going to fill the restaurant anyway. They don't. They don't. From the service to the outstanding quality of the meal. Uh, and again, consistently good. Not good once in a while. Mm-hmm. Not good most of the time. And again, I've even had some people come and say, we were really disappointed when we ate there. Those are the I really feel those are the exceptions, not yeah. the rule. Um, and yeah, you do pay more. It is more expensive, no question. And yes, you are paying for that view mm-hmm. and that location. You are absolutely paying for that. However, there are times when it's worth it. And I feel that California Grill is worth it. Yeah, I think one of the uh, there are a couple things that differentiate um, your your first from your second. Flying fish is great. Um, California Grill has the not only the fireworks experience, but just its base de- uh, decor. Flying fish, the one thing that just never the 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 environment it like straddles the line between like intimate and high end, and I just I don't feel as comfortable in there. California Grill is just a wonderful place to eat in. But the other thing is, um, and I think this, this bodes well to any place that's, that's consistent, uh, consistently good and kind of like ups their game for a long period of time is that there's like this level of personal pride and respect that filters all the way down. Mm-hmm. So you, you have everybody from the chef de cuisine to your server to like, um, uh, any of the, the, the hosts or hostesses. Up the elevator. Yeah. Every single person is like really proud to be working there, really psyched to be working there and like knows their menu back and forth, knows the seasonal changes and you know, they care and you know, it's that, you know, we talk about cast member experiences on property and stuff like that. This is still a cast member experience. And although sometimes you might get frustrated with with bad ones um, on property or in parks, in California Grill, that cast member experience, you can tell that they respect yeah. and take pride in their jobs. Mm-hmm. And that that's that like little extra bit of like Disney magic where they – I feel like they're taking me seriously and like they really want me to enjoy their food as much as they enjoy like making it and working for it, which I mean I hope they keep that up because that's one of my favorite parts about eating there. Um, and I'm just realizing as I'm looking at my list, uh, three of these restaurants are, are one table service credit on the dining plan. I, w- I didn't do that intentionally. Um, <laughs> where Flying Fish and Cali Grill are both – Signature there, two table service credits, but it goes to show that I didn't forget about Citrico's. I don't think Citrico's is bad. I think Citrico's is boring. I think the food is perfectly nice. I've had good meals there. Service is good. There's nothing about it that wows me. There's nothing about it. When I walk out, it says, I need to go back there. Citrico's is what I book when I can't get something else I want. I know I'll get a good meal, but it doesn't wow me. And that always is, well, I think the Grand Floridian has always been challenged where where uh, restaurants are concerned. The Grand Floridian Cafe is a bus wreck, always has been. Um, and Narcusi's is, again, I'm not a fan. It reminds me of 1998, <laughs> Narcusi's. Just the, the overall theming and just 
I don't know. Yeah, it, it's there's there's something there's a disconnect somewhere in the food and beverage at Grand Floridian, um, where you have the contemporary now with two, I mean, two of the restaurants on this on my list here in the mm-hmm. contemporary. One's in the Poly. There are none in the Grand Floridian. Um, Wait, you, so you're saying that two of them, or th- three of them, or one? I didn't know that Ohana was only uh, one table service. Isn't it? I mean, let me continue the discussion. I'm almost positive. I thought it was, but... Yeah, it's not, it's um, not a signature. Okay. It's not a signature. I, I mean... I, I mean, I could be wrong. I just always thought that for some reason. No. I'm almost positive it's one table service credit, but now... Well, while you're looking at... I'm actually yeah. going to give an honorable mention here. I have an honorable mention. Yeah, it's only one. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Don't ever question me. <laughs> I, um, uh, now you don't get your own video. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, I am going to give an honorable mention. A couple of meals lately, just by happenstance. I've been trying to avoid this place because I've had some bad experiences at Kona Cafe mm-hmm. over at the Poly. And like I was there for lunch last week. And I didn't ask if there was a new chef, but I could almost tell. There's a new menu. And, then, and that which probably means a new chef. Um, because that's usually what the chefs do when they come in. They're like, okay, we're going to change everything. I was I was impressed. Not enough to put it on my list. I have to go back more. Um, I've got to try breakfast. i got to try dinner again. But last couple times I was there, I was like, okay. Okay. But doesn't make the list yet. But yeah, that's my, those are my picks for my five top restaurants right now on Disney property. Ohana, The Wave, Sebastian's over at the Caribbean Beach, Flying Fish at the Boardwalk, California Grill at the Contemporary. So that will do it for this episode of the Disney Dining Show. We hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you again next week.